Hello, I'm Lisa Kay. And I'm Taylor Cole Longacre. And this is Intentional Intentional Talk. We are a show that cares and brings positives to the air. Today, we are with Tracy Mitchell, author, internationally renowned speaker, ministry leader, TV host, and I don't want to say that you're a grandma. I think you're just a glorious (laughs) mom who has a bonus adorable baby. Yes. Yes. We'll go with that. I like that definition much better. Okay. Well, welcome, Tracy. Thank you. Yes. Welcome, Tracy. Thank you for hosting me today. Thank you. So we're going to touch on your newest book, Mm -hmm. Becoming Brave. Yeah. So I I would like to know, what do you mean by the statement, a victorious life is not stumbled upon, it is cultivated? Oh, yeah. Um, that's such a great question, Lisa, um, because no one wakes up in, in the mindset of oh, today, I'm going to be this victorious, amazing overcomer, shero, if you will. Um, but I think it's part and pos- parcel to waking up every single day and being forced to become brave in circumstances um, that perhaps we didn't intend on being brave in that lane today. Um, you know, we're not born and genetically wired um, to be superhuman. And so I've learned over the time of dealing with women in particular now for over 30 years um, that women who literally know how to embrace courage, who know how to walk out an authentically brave life, do so one small day at a time. Absolutely. How do we go about cultivating it? Oh, yeah. Baby steps. (laughs) You know, um, yeah. Again, I think just women waking up and um, looking at impossible situations and going, how do I navigate this today? Not long term, not how do I flip the script and rewrite how this is unfolding, but how do I do that in part just simply today? And in Becoming Brave, um, uh, the subtitle is How to Think Big, Dream Wildly and Live Fear Free. And I think so many times that we have been uh, conditioned to do that in a reverse order. Hey, you know, I've got to get my act together. I can't have any fear if I'm going to live this brave life. And that's not necessarily true. More often than not, we find that when we become brave, take those small steps at a time. It's not the quantum leaps, the small steps. So we actually find that being brave and and courageous begins to morph and to dwindle down that fear that we have stuffed on the inside of Oh, that's good. And I've learned from one of my mentors who says every day strive to be 1% better. Yes. And I even struggle with that. But at least I can say 1% is attainable (laughs) versus, you know, completely recreating every week and turning it into something that is just epic. Too too much pressure. Too hard to do. And I like that word epic. It is. You know, (laughs) most women do things not because of life circumstances, but in spite of life circumstances. Hmm. And speaking of circumstances, that kind of reminds me of crises. And you say that um, crises in our life often reveal who we are. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, I just, I personally believe that during crisis, what is already in you is amplified. It's magnified. You know, we, we so want to believe that when we run up against crisis, that all of a sudden we can um, call that mentor who speaks into our life or open a book or find a passage that speaks to us or all of a sudden start praying um, and, and make up for lost time, if you will. But what I found is what we daily put on the inside of us, it amasses. And so when crisis occurs, 
occurs, we draw from the strength that is already within us. Crisis is not the time to look for wisdom or strength. Right. It's to be drawn upon from what we have already placed on the inside of us. Drawn upon. I remember wow. taking those um, assessment tests, those skills or um, personality tests, and they would test you on a normal situation. And then how do you respond in crises? And it often brings out the worst and the best in us, but it's still us. It's yes. really who we are. Yeah. Yes. Why do you? Why do so many of us allow culture? to change or define who we are. Yeah, I think culture has done a great job of conditioning conditioning us Especially to right receive. Now. Yeah, how um, women are treated. I'll just give you a, a, a quick 30 second story here, but I was out speaking to a group of women in a remote uh, little part of Colorado and we were in this uh, tiny room. I say tiny, it would hold a couple hundred people. And I kind of wanted to get a, a pulse on the women that I was speaking to that day. And so I divided them into groups of 50 and I began to ask them to take five or 10 minutes, share amongst each other. And the first question that I kind of tossed out was I said something along the lines, oh, um, tell your your group of five, you know, what is the, the worst circumstance that you ever encountered? And then I asked them to talk about something. What's the worst uh, friendship or relationship that you've ever been through? And how did you rebound? And um, when I tossed out both of those questions, the room absolutely roared. But what shocked me was when I tossed out the third question, I invited them to share of a time when they acted brave or courageous in some way and all of a sudden the room grew deafeningly quiet and I could hear the tick tock of the clock in the back of the room I could hear the uh, outdated appliances begin to hum and then it suddenly occurred to me that women had absolutely nothing to say on the topic of courage and in part because we've been conditioned to talk about our dysfunction and not about our courage. Yeah. Isn't wow. that a shame, though? Why is it that we can't embrace mm-hmm. our brave, embrace the great things that have happened to yeah. us and the times that we have overcome? Instead, we fall yeah. back into. I think if we crises. shared more of our stories would be helping a lot of other people that feel like they're in the dark. Well, the funny truth is you could put a group of men around a campfire, right? And their tales of of how they were brave or courageous, they begin to grow by the minute. But it's not that way with women. And I think the next generation of women, they need to hear us amplify our voice and talk about times where we literally faced hell. We backed hell in a corner. We overcame. We did something that we didn't think we had strength to do. And we overcame in a way that we never imagined. Yeah. So how do you feel we could change? change that for the women? Oh, one conversation at a time. You know, I talked to my little granddaughter as, you know, if she was one of those Disney characters, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, from any number of the titles that are now showcasing and making women, young women comfortable about being brave and, and authentically courageous. And I think I use that term authentically in front of courageous because a lot of times there's a superficial courage among women and it's not really authentic courage courage and we have to know the difference yeah and that's actually why we created this show intentional talk Definitely. Well, it's interesting you bring up generations, Tracy. Um, my word for last year was quest, and I thought it meant bravery, and I'm going to climb mountains and all that, but it turns out it meant asking questions. Yes. You say that 
the questions that every generation asks really define themselves. What What do you mean by that? Yeah, I use a, actually a biblical analogy in the book where it talks about uh, women, uh, just to do a little back history on that, we're never allowed to be uh, title deed owners to property. And so it took five sisters who daringly and bravely came and they asked one question in their generation. And they said, what is it, what prevents us from owning land and having that title deeded in our name? And that one question changed the entire, so Numbers 27, trajectory of, of how women would be treated. And I think, what are those questions that may be lingering in our generation I mean, we're very quick to place blame on things like, oh, we just weren't allowed to do that in our generation. Our men wouldn't let us. I mean, what does that even mean? Like, you know, so we have to face those questions head on and really own up to, is it society that's holding us back? Are we ourselves holding um, our gender back from things that we should actually be pursuing? Oh, that's good stuff. That is so good. So Tracy, we have a lot more questions for you and we want to come back and continue our intentional talk with Tracy Mitchell. 